Hello and welcome along to G'day GA. Delighted to be joined here this evening in John Heenahan's kitchen in St. Kilda West, John, is it? That's the one, yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us, John. No worries, lads. I'm also joined by the one and only Sean O'Leary, who's very sunburnt. <laughs> very sunburnt after the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Big Irish head in me. Big Irish head in you. And John is actually sunburnt too. I'm the one who's not sunburnt. I did have the cream on over the weekend, so I'm not, not too bad. Um, sorry for the absence. We've been... Off for the last couple of months, we I think we did our last episode just before Christmas, and we're now nearly into mid February. It's been two two month hiatus, and a lot has happened in, in that time. Um, but it's great to be back with you with you here this evening. We have got um, a number of tweets in our in our in our absence. First off, we had a tweet in from uh, Tommy O'Neill, um, wondering where we were. I suppose there hadn't been a, an episode in a while, so we got a tweet in from Tommy last week saying. Basically, lads, what was it here? I have it here. Lads, take the finger out when when we're going to get another episode. Give us an hour broadcast. So that was a week ago, Tommy. We're, we're getting in for you here tonight. We also got a great tweet from my Dixborough, uh, Dixborough <laughs> GA Club. They thought we were going to have a, an episode on Sunday. That's what we thought was going to happen. Didn't didn't come to fruition. But yeah, thanks, lads, for the tweet. Um, and also, we got a lovely tweet from, um, from Fergal Fegan. Big Wolf Tones man. Um, friend Fergal. <laughs> yeah. Saying, lads, must have been a massive walkout at the Gary Owen Nines on the podcast yesterday or the giggles have too many medals to collect or too many beers. He's wondering why the podcast didn't go ahead. He was looking forward to it. I think, to be fair, we, we were meant to do a podcast on um, Sunday after the tournament. We played four games in one day, so we were a bit shattered. Plus, Big old Colin Ford from Wolf Tones himself gave Liam Linehan. He was he was dirty all day now, mind you. But he gave not you Liam, not me now. No, not thinking. Liam. Liam actually wasn't dirty for once. Colin Ford was very dirty, and he gave Liam and I a belt in the head, and Liam bit his tongue, so we actually couldn't talk properly, which yeah. was probably one of the reasons we didn't go ahead with it. Yeah, it wouldn't have been great now of me talking on Sunday. So. <laughs> It'll be nice to hear the lisp, though. Liam. Yeah, people <laughs> did get a bit of a laugh off that, but it's come around now, thank God. Um, also got a, a lovely message in from uh, Connor Costello regular listener also a guest on the show once upon a time I have some feedback on the last episode so I'll read out this one it's a nice one he said last episode was a great one boys well done used it to pass a trip as I was driving down the Pacific Highway from Byron Bay to Sydney with the family who had come over for Christmas he had the owl lad roaring Brian Murphy in the car during that quiz <laughs> well chuffed with himself and none of you could, could get it great job on the podcast so far looking forward to the next one in the new year so that's kind of a one shiny one of the questions you didn't get a lot of feedback coming in People have kind of expected you to get that one right. But anyway, he's a man from Galway and he got a fair play to him, but we won't, we, we won't dwell on it. Um, how mm. was the Christmas, any of that? Very good. Very quiet. Great weather. Some time with the family, time in the beach, with yourselves, obviously. So, other than that. Yeah, we, were getting a, we, were, we were getting a bit of abuse at home for talking about the beach house. Yeah. Far from beach houses we were aired, I think. <laughs> was, was, was quite the beach call. house. It was quite the beach house. <laughs> yeah. Spectacular uh, layout there that Giggles provided for us down in Roy, down in the southeast um, part of Melbourne. Fantastic day. Put on a great barbecue for us as well, and he just did a great barbecue for us there tonight after training mm-hmm. as well. Steaks yeah. and broccolini. Yeah. No I'm carbs. No carbs. I'm not carbs, too yeah. happy, but we need the carbs like after a training <laughs> session. We need, we need to replenish with carbs. So. We just had a Mars bar and a few snakes to make up for it. Yeah. So. <laughs> we undid the good work without the carbs. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll get into things anyway. Great to be back and up first we're going to check in on the National League. Yo, hey, 
early this year normally we have to wait till football has a couple of rounds in before the hurling gets going but we're already two games in I think we've had a couple of surprises a couple of non-surprises we, we call the first one out Kenny two games played no points might not be a big surprise that one yeah it's it's it's, an, it's a very interesting league format and I think every GA fan around the country in Ireland and probably around the world at the moment is probably scratching their head at what's going on you probably have Clare, after winning two out of two, they're, they're the team in form. And, and listening to some of the Clare fans, you, you get the whole, oh, Jesus, Clare peaking in the league again, the bloody Egypts and the Lou Nuts in the championship style. Um, you've got Watford, who have lost uh, two for two. You've got Kilkenny, who've lost two for two. You've Tip, who've won one, lost one. Limerick seem to be a kind of a team that actually are, are making a, a show that down in Division 1B. Galway nearly getting beaten by Antrim. Dublin losing. Like So it, it's it's been crazy, but I think... Like we, we can touch on some specific games in a minute, some of the ones that were good. Cork have had a, had a decent enough start. Wexford have had a brilliant start. So Wexford and Clare probably are the two teams that look like they're taking it the most serious uh, so far in the, in the league. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's the kind of the, the backrunners really are kind of taking the taking the the leap in the league. I think <clears throat> Wexford are still kind of trying to find themselves and find you know they're they're obviously in their second year with um, with Davy and I think. They're trying to see what their best, you know, panel is going to be. I think going into this um, new format because I think like it's like a league going to another league. Like so, you're gonna have to need panels now, really, rather than a set. Maybe fifteen to twenty lads. You're gonna probably nearly need about thirty players going into this new format. Clare have been disappointing as well since 2013, and they need to make an impact in some way to get uh, some bit of momentum going. It's crazy to think that's five years since that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like they've they re- and I think there was some crazy stat there, but I don't think they've won in terms of championship games since that two thousand thirteen. I don't know, is there a handful you could less, count one no, hand, yeah. yeah, two or three. Yeah. Two, like it's crazy with especially with that, how young that team was. Yeah. And they won the under team one all Ireland the same year as yeah. well. You know, and you would have think, okay, it's next generation coming through now and it just it just hasn't really developed for them. and yeah, look, there's some promising signs for them there at at the moment and had a great win obviously up in Nona Park. I think I think there's I think I think there's an element of that though goes back to Davy right and Davy if you talk to anyone around the Davy camps everybody who's trained under Davy has lots and lots of time from and he's a really good manager but generally he seems to have a a two or three year window max with his players because he demands so much of them in a short period of time he tends to burn them out and I think what happens is uh, he got Watford to an All Ireland um, final and then. The, the older statesmen, the likes of the Paul Flynn's, the Dan Shanahan's, the, the Dave Bennett's, etc., had to kind of make way of Ken McGrath's. They, they just weren't able to do the running game that he demanded of them. He moved on to Clare with a kind of a teenage team, and he just brought them on. In 2012, 
they lost narrowly to Watford 2013 they went on the roller coaster and they won the All-Ireland but that was it they were maxed out they lost first round for the next three years in a row mm. and with Wexford they're probably in that second year cycle right now as Shawnee was yeah. just saying so Wexford I, I would imagine will peak this year in terms of their Davy Davy cycle we call mm. it um, and and after that so so you'd be expecting and I'd be putting down a marker and already saying that I'd give Wexford a great chance to win a Leinster Championship maybe not in All-Ireland but definitely go far in the league and win a Leinster yeah. Championship I think the Davy effect is very like the Jose Mourinho effect. Yeah. You know, he's like he comes yeah. into clubs two or three years and he's gone, and he gets that middle year or third year is where he peaks, and then it starts and going south after that. Lads, yeah, lads have enough of it. Like you know mm. what I mean? Like I know it's a completely different game and all that, but the, the strong personality yeah. he demands it's a certain sucks in all in a limelight as well. It yeah. Takes it away from all his players. Yeah, and it's a certain way they always yeah. play. Like he yeah. has a very specific brand of hurting and what he expects from he, from his teams. But just on that, I suppose Giggle's saying that you think. Wexford have a great uh, chance to win Leinster this year. Do you think that the new format will suit that? Is that why you're saying that, or is it just based on how they're looking? And maybe I think there's been some confusion, or some confusion, but about what this new format actually is. If you just want to break down for us there how the format works this year for the for Ireland Championship. Yeah, the, the new format, I guess, and Shawnee touched on it there. So a lot of the teams looking at Waterford in particular, looking at Kilkenny, probably even though Kilkenny are just nursing some of their senior players with the injuries, looking at Tipperary, are trying a lot of new players out. Whereas the league of the last three years, where there's just been six teams, has been very, very competitive. Teams haven't been able to afford to give new guys games. But I think managers like Derek McGrath and Brian Cody now are looking at it and they're saying, Actually, do you know what, guys? We're going to roll a league into another league now, which is the Munster-Leinster Championship, because it's another league. And then we're going to get into the All-Ireland Series. So there's no point in absolutely going hell for leather here in the league. Uh, peaking, uh, as you said, uh, at the end of April or the end of March for a league final, and then having to go for another league, which is five games or four games in the, four games, excuse me, in the Munster-Leinster Championship. So just to break down what happens, there's five teams in Leinster, there's five teams in Munster. The five teams in Munster are the five Munster teams, excluding Kerry. The five teams in Leinster are your Dublin, Kilkenny, Wexford, Galway and Offaly. And everyone plays everybody. So the first week, it's five or six weekends in a row, kind of Six Nations style. Everybody plays everybody. And ultimately, you'll finish in a league table, first, second, third, fourth and fifth. So in Munster, the team who finishes in first goes straight to the Munster, Munster final. The team who finishes in second and third play off in the semi-final. The team who finishes in fourth and fifth go into the qualifiers. And in Leinster, there's a slight variation. The team who finishes in first goes to the Leinster final. Second and third go through to the semi-final. Third and fourth go into the qualifiers. But also, the team who finishes fifth in Leinster have get relegated down to the Christie ring. And this was a Brian Carroll, the, the great Offaly corner forward, had a big article on Twitter about this a couple of weeks back, saying that, Jesus, Offaly were after beating Dublin in the league and maybe the whole Leinster um, council hadn't foreseen that Offaly wouldn't be the team that comes fifth. So you could imagine if Offaly just did get in a run and managed to snare that fourth position, you'd have a case next year where you've got either Dublin or Kilkenny or Wexford or Galway actually finishing fifth and playing in the Joe McDonough Cup next year, not in the Lee McCarthy. So it'll be interesting to see if Offaly could snare fourth. But then... Uh, Does the Christy Ring winner get to come up in then? So it's, not, it's called the Joe, Joe McDonough, McDonough Cup. Sorry. Yeah, not, not the Christy Ring anymore. Yeah. So the Joe McDonough Cup comes straight up into Leinster. Yeah. Uh, and they haven't got that rule in Munster, which will anger a lot of our uh, Leinster hurling yeah. listeners like yourself, Liam. But I suppose it would be only right, really, to give the Munster teams the preference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Munster has yeah. produced so much hurling teams in the last few years. <laughs> but I, I guess just, just from a pharma point of view, that's, that's the Munster and Leinster. 
and then you've got the Munster and Leinster winners going to the All-Ireland semi-final the losers go into that kind of round before the semi-final in the quarter-final and they wait for the qualifier winners to come up through to play them in the quarter-final so yeah. there'll be definitely more matches the, the, the question remains to be seen so you've got the purists thinking the Munster Championship and the Leinster Championship is now ruined because there's no knockout effect anymore like there would have been in the old days. But then you've got the kind of progressive people thinking, well, do you know what? They thought the Champions League was going to be a disaster as well when they brought it in first. But actually now look at the group game, look at the television rights, look at the crowds that go to it. It's the best players on shows, more matches. It's a condensed inter-county season. You've got specific club periods now in April and after August. So I'm thinking that you have to give it a chance, first of all, to see what the, the kind of uh, quality of the games and the atmosphere of the games will be like. The club player is the real winner in all this because you've got guaranteed you'll be playing championship the weekend after the last weekend of August and you're guaranteed a month of the month of, is it April? April, or April, yeah. April to play some club championships. So there's certainty for that club player who before couldn't book his two-week holiday in the middle of June yeah. or middle of July in case they were playing championship. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see. Like, I'm, lo- I'm really excited about the week on week yeah. action and like the likes of yeah. Kenny going up playing Galway up in Pierce Stadium on a Saturday yeah. night or you know I think also the Leinster Munster finals are on the same day am I right in saying that yeah. I think there's a clash of those fixtures as well like, kind of like a Super Sunday kind yeah. of a thing who will Buffy you can go to yeah <laughs> I know yeah, he, won't, he won't be happy um, but I think I think that's what will be really exciting about it now obviously I know what you're saying about the purists and stuff but like Hurling especially, like, is there, has there only ever been 12 teams in Lee McCarthy? It's not like the All-Irelands in the football, which has 32. And, yeah. look, it hasn't been working. Like, we've had the same teams come through. It's given more teams more games. The likes of Offier guaranteed those, those three games in Leinster as a minimum. You know, and they'll only come on from that, you know. So, yeah. I think it's a great initiative. I'm really excited about it. And you have to try something. You'll yeah. never get a perfect the first time. No. And they saw that when they brought in the back door first. We've had all the different incarnations of it since. And they got to a certain point, which it was probably working, but it did need to be re- retuned again. So I'm very excited about it. Anyhow. The, the week on week thing, and Sean, you just made the point there earlier, the panel is going to become huge. Because the guy who picks up the hamstring niggle and he has to go again next week, yeah. or he has to go again, and he picks up the hamstring niggle in the last round of group games and he might miss the Munster final or the semi-final, it's really going to be a strength and depth kind of exercise. Yeah. And I think you've got to look at the Galway and Tipperary right now. That yeah, they, They're probably exactly. the, two, the two squads that are way out front um, I think my own county Waterford are probably back in line with, with your Clares and, and your Kilkenny's and all those kind of a little bit behind those front two um, yeah it's going to be amazing to see though how, how much momentum what difference that makes if you get yeah. the few wins yeah, yeah. and win them week on yeah. week you know what I mean that could make a huge That's difference if you get off to a start you know it'll be great to watch I mean like yeah. you're going to have like as you said there as well like the, the novelty of, of teams going to other counties now like and going uh, like there's no neutral venue anymore like it's just you're going playing champion, championship style hurling in a in a different venue like so. I think they are playing the water for games in, is it, are playing them in Walsh Park are they they are yeah which is scandalous but like. it, it is scandalous but it's no it's like it's a crap venue like, yeah but at the same time it's a, it's a great thing like you know like, it's the oh, water no, it's publicly great. to have you know get Kikini coming into town or Cork's coming into town or Tip coming over like so yeah. I think that's going to be a great thing it, and, and like, look from a business point of view as well it'll be good for local yeah. economies like the, the likes of Ennis and the likes of Watford and the likes of yeah. whatever Tullamore they, they just don't get these big games and they will get the crowds in the pubs will be full before and afterwards the hotels will be booked out I think so it, it'll yeah. be great for business around I the county I think the, the novelty will, will definitely um, definitely attract people and it's sure. going to be like Carnival type atmospheres at all these games. So yeah. and like, as you said, like they're gonna you know gonna see the best against the best a lot more often, like which is 
I think it's only good for hurling, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, and then I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll end up, I think, revisiting how the National League, how function that has. And we might see it all come back again. It might be the season might be paid yeah, well, off in a few months rather than just and before yeah, there. I yeah. think like I think I think um, you said before that people weren't they weren't going flat out. I think they actually are going flat out. It's just the personnel they're throwing in isn't yeah. actually giving you the quality of game or maybe the quality of performance that we we're used to seeing out of our counties. So I think he's just trying loads of new yeah. players. Yeah, and that's maybe not getting the results he wants. But I mean, they have to do that to get that strength and depth yeah. going into the. The new championship format. The game really in Jamie Kilkenny at the moment, you know, they've had two losses to see all those new players starting mm. for Kilkenny. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though Cody's hand is forced to a certain extent, but with retirements and just that the personnel aren't there anymore, he has to play these lads now. But it's fantastic scene. Like we've, we've had three lads from our club on the game on the pitch last Sunday. We had Bill Sheen starting, oh, yeah. who's got has come from like just having a brilliant year with Dixburg to starting a national league game. You wouldn't have picked that out last year. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's great seeing these lads get an opportunity and. You know, testing their metal against established yeah. players yeah. from other counties. So, you know, Kilkenny, it's going to be a hard year for Kilkenny this year, I think. But still great to see these new lads just having to face up to those challenges and trying to step into the shoes of, I suppose, the past heroes that we've had. Um, but yeah, it's going to be it's great. And we've got we had football last weekend. Are we back this weekend. We're hurling. We are. Yeah, back, back with a full, full round of fixtures this weekend. So yeah, looking forward to that again. And it's great with the GEA go. We're back on on mm. on track with that and. We're blessed with, I think, the coverage that we get here. We're so lucky before we used to get the league games out, out Australia or out foreign. It used to only be on domestic television, but we get all the league games now here, which is fantastic. So I think just from a hurling point of view, specifically the one game we're all looking forward to the most is the game that's going to be on March 17th. Now that it's all come to pass, we've been talking about Napiersig versus Kula for the last couple of weeks and for a couple of episodes on the podcast. They've come through as expected through Leinster and through Munster. They've negotiated their semi-finals. It's the 2015 champions versus 2016 champions, or 2016 versus 2017 champions in the 2018 final. It's going to be a humdinger. And if anyone, I I suppose, I was just watching it over the weekend, probably one of the best goals I've ever seen in my whole life from Shane Dowling the last day. The goalie comes out, he does a big wind-up, Shane Dowling gets in, blocks the goalie, flicks the ball over the full-back's head and on the double into the top corner. To do that this time of year... They're yeah, about the doing that in June yeah. with the ground yeah. rock hard, but to do that in the muck and the crap, like. Ridiculous. And plus, he, he's only back from injury. I don't know, was it the I knee injury that. he had? He bro- wasn't expected to be back for the All Ireland series at all. You could see he was carrying a few pounds. Now, Shane, yeah. Shane Dowling's never the, the leanest man ever, anyway, but he, he was carrying an extra few pounds. But it just shows the class that he yeah. has and he's hurling. He's, Genius, he's a phenomenal player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant I'm actually back in Ireland for three weeks and I get in on the day before Paddy's day. Oh, you'll have to go. So I might get up. I might yeah. get up for that Club of Ireland. Yeah, you've two Kilkenny men playing for Kula. Yeah, get up and cheer on the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we're up to with the National League. Now, coming up next, we have a new segment for the year known as Giggles Corner. So, Giggles has been angling because for something, because Shiny gets straight out the emails. Giggles, <laughs> Giggles has been looking for a bit more airtime because he feels like he's not getting enough love. So, he, does. We've, he, he we, gets his voice in, right? Don't worry. Yeah. We've devised this concept for money and might keep him happy. So, he hasn't advised. I think it's going to be different each week. So, for the first installment of Giggles Corner is coming up next. One single moment, your whole life can turn round. I stand there for a minute, staring straight into the ground. Things were just going through my head, you know, and because I can only, I don't want to leave the people of Warford down, you know, because they're my life, you know. People of Warford are my life, you know, and I, 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 I love, I love, I love my county, you know. We love John Dry your eyes, mate. I know it's hard to take, but her mind has been made up. 
Okay, Giggles Corner, first, I suppose, I- iteration of Giggles Corner. We see how it goes. So I'm just going to hand it over to Giggles. This, this could go anywhere. Best of luck, Giggles. Well, what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to do uh, a kind of a 360 loop on yourself, Liam. So we're going to put you in the spotlight and we're going to give you a quiz. Now, you kind of put us, myself and Shawnee, on the spot with how well do you know me county. And to be fair, we got to keep a GA. So what I've done is how well do I know me county and my club? For yourself, mm-hmm. so we've got we've got we've got Kilkenny, we've got Dixborough, and we've got Gary Owen. <clears throat> All right, so we've got five questions. Do 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 do. Alrighty, so here we go. All right. I I just want to put it for the record now. I googled two of these answers and I knew three of them. So that's where we're at. Right. right. So question number one: uh, the greatest Kilkenny hurler of all time, DJ Carey. How many goals has he scored? Championship goals has he scored in his career? Oh, Jesus. That's a hard one now. <laughs> yeah, you gave them to us. Uh, oh, I'd say Wiki Kenny. Yeah. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Unlucky there now. Thirty four was the was the. That was a good guess. Now. That was a good guess. Well, yeah. a good guesses. I've seen Still that. Around. I've seen. I've seen the DJ Carey documentary. But so have I. I yeah. <laughs> Pucked up against the <laughs> chimney. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move on to Dixborough, my oh, Dixborough. Right, this, this one is, I'm going to be specific on this one. How many senior championships Five. have Dixborough won? Five. No, I'm going to read the question. How many senior championships have Dixborough won? Like Ireland football. How many senior championships have Dixborough won? The club. Dixborough. Is it hurling or football? Or football, hurling? Just hurling. Senior championships. They've won five senior championships. The club. So Dixborough have won seven senior championships. They've won five hurling and two football. Ah, look, that was I, I asked to clarify <laughs> that you wouldn't answer. You wouldn't. I, I've asked senior championships, but you wouldn't say. Why didn't you just we, say we, football? We, we'll give you a half a point, right? Because you got the hurling side of it right, but you should be knowing that the club the won club, two football. Yeah. yeah, but you wouldn't clarify what you say in hurling football. You yeah. would have got that seven. Would you have got? Yeah, would have got that. Okay, okay. football okay. is a big part. We have to move on. We have to move on. We have to move on, lads. Radio, carry on. Right. So Gary Owen, the current the current panel of Gary Owen includes three All Ireland Club medal winners: Francie Collins, Brian Burke, and Paul Callanan. Francie Collins with Boris Lee and Paul Callanan and Brian Burke with Tarn Bridge. What year did the lads win their medals? Francie was in the eighties, was he? Will you help me with that much? Okay, that was a nod from Giggles for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. And it's the year that they won it, so yeah, the yeah. Paddy's Day. Yeah. The Paddy's Day that year. I'm going to say for firstly 88. One year out of 87. Oh. The, the Claren Bridge lads. I should know the Claren Bridge one I now, really, one, yeah. but I don't, I, I'm going to be guessing. I'm going to say um, 2009. 2011. The better Lachlan Gales in the finals. Okay. So we've got... Half a point out of the three, right? Not going All right, too great. yeah, okay. We had a Shawnee uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you should get nothing. You should get nothing. We, 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 we revise no, that. So, okay, on to scores. You asked me between a, a Kilkenny and a Watford score. So, yeah, the score there was a big, there was the first time Watford played Kilkenny in something like 37 or 47 years was in 1998 in All Ireland semi final. Yeah, Kenny won by a point. That's correct. Can you tell me the score? Kenny won by a point, broke Watford hearts. Brendan, Brendan, Brendan Landers was crying for about five years afterwards for anyone listening to this more oh. <laughs> I don't I, I, I won't be guessing I just I just remember the match anyway I was, I was actually devastated for Warford on, on the day myself sure you were. 
I don't think there was too many goals. Would it be right in saying that? Correct, yeah. Um, that's going to be a stab in the dark. I wouldn't say it was too high scoring either. I'll say... Henry got one. No, no Henry wasn't playing. Henry didn't have played the time. 198. Uh, 115-17 points. It was 111 to 110. Very low scoring game. Now, last question. Last question. Oh, I think I'm happy with my responses. The last question. We have a number of ones here, but I'll throw this one into you. Kilkenny club hurling. Who was the first Kilkenny side to win the Kilkenny championship? Tyrone. Correct. <laughs> so we've got one and a half out of five for Liam Lennon. No, right? no, he's only getting one. Okay, Sean. I'm the official scorekeeper. He's getting one. Sean, I'm happy with that now. I didn't embarrass myself, Sean. You only got one more. Than me. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, that's the corner. Fair it. and balanced now. Fair and balanced. I told you to be fair and balanced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The score, I was thinking tough. after that, if you were to ask me to score on today, that's a very hard one. Yeah. Like, yeah. you were obviously scared from the one I asked you about the All Ireland, like that. I, I remember the 111 to 110, I was there as well. I came out, yeah. of, the, I came out of the Grail Talk blowing ring and went up to the match with the old lad. Yeah. And they had the game won as well. Had that the game, game won, yeah. yeah. Kenny lost it awfully then. Bloody disaster. Yeah. Um, that's the Giggles Corner for Giggles this week, Giggles Corner, lads. that was great, Giggles. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, so. Plan for the year, lads. What's what's what are we what are we thinking? Um, I think well, we were meant to do one at the Gary O Nines there at the weekend. It was it was actually a great day. I think there was seven or eight hundred people out in Gaelic Park. Uh, we were the three of us were on the winning Gary Owen hurling team. The Gar- two Gary Owen hurling teams got to the semi final actually as well. And we played the boys and we managed to beat them by a point, even though we got a, a last minute goal to rob them. Who really. scored the goal, Giggles? Oh, Jesus, some, some some fast forward there, thirty four years of age. <laughs> Giggles scored just so um, you know there. And then in the ladies, Pierce's did four in a row, so fair play to Pierce's. Wolf Tones did four in a row in the football. Geelong, the mighty Geelong Gales came up and won the junior championship. And Sinn Fein won the Camogie. Won the Camogie as well. And yesterday. the B ladies. And the B ladies. So Sinn Fein won two cups there in the Camogie and the Sinn Fein. So it was a great day. I think what we're trying to do in the, in the coming days, uh, we've got a promise from Pierce's from Fergus, Fergus, Fergus Reen that we're going to have the hurling draw live here on G'day GA over the coming days. So we're hoping to get that out, plug in for the Pierce's Sevens. I'm sure all around Australia will be keenly kind of listening to see who the Melbourne teams get, who the Sydney teams get, who the Perth yeah. teams get, who the lads from Brisbane get coming down. Because those groups are kind of like, everyone's waiting on edge to see who they're getting. I think the ladies football, the football and the camogie then are going to be done officially by Pierce's. But yeah. we've got exclusive rights for the hurling. Exclusive. We've paid big money for this now. Yeah, yeah, we have it in, in, in there from Fergus and Claire Gallagher. And then I think just, just after that then we, we'll, we'll do a live episode from the Sevens. Yeah. And then we'll probably get stuck into talking through the hurling and the football for the year to come, league, yeah. getting into the Munster-Leinster Championships, into the All-Ireland Qualifiers, any hot topics that come up, uh, talking through the, the Victorian GA calendar, maybe linking with the New South Wales and stuff like that. Have Shawnee's phone buzzing there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's an exciting year ahead, especially with the new format. I think we, we're going to be under pressure. I think to be doing episodes in between yeah. games yeah. when it hits hot point, but it's it's going to be great. Um, and yeah, just back to the Gary O Nines. It was it was a brilliant day. Obviously, it's, it's our club's uh, tournament, but we're delighted to have Kerry Gold involved with us this year. There were the sponsors on the day, um, and it was a it went off really really well. And like like Eagle said, we had a, we had a great crowd down there. But yeah, just for people at home, the, the, the Pierce's Sevens is the one coming up in two weeks, which is the the big marquee, I suppose, day in GEA in, in Australia, where every club team sends a sends a team down to Melbourne. We've talked about it before for for a one day competition in all, in all four codes. So yeah. we're very very excited about. It. We're all going go, training hard for at the moment in the in the heat compared to what they're training at home. I was onto the boys there. 
on Sunday evening I said geez we had a tough day playing four matches in 25 degrees and I got yeah. a text back from the boys they just said did two hours training in snow yeah. <laughs> and I said I know which one I'd rather uh, oh, yeah. I definitely yeah. I was you know talking, I mean? talking to the lads on Monday morning and I was sunburnt and they were frostbitten from, <laughs> from the snow and playing league matches and hard ground from the frost it's crazy isn't it I couldn't so. imagine that now like you no. know we're so lucky that we do get winter here and it's a proper winter and it gets down you know sometimes it's three or four degrees some of the days but like we don't get that no. ground anymore where no. you're in muck and crap and sleet and no. snow like it's tough it's tough slog it wouldn't suit your game no, no games they'd be calling us soft at home but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's that's where we're, where we're up to at home so yeah look I think that's it for tonight lads um, thanks for the steaks giggles mine was medium which was lovely Shawnee yours wasn't the same one as me and giggles we, no. we, we had the organic ones you Did got the, the ones yeah, I got the old um, cheap supermarket ones I think <laughs> yeah. it was alright it went down pretty well yeah. go yeah. home now and fill up some carbs because yeah. there was no carbs in the dinner yeah. Sean has to put all the food into the app then yeah. so he has to go home and put in the three snakes and half a Mars bar as well and make sure you don't you don't leave out that bit yeah so thanks very much for having us Giggles no worries thanks for coming along Shawnee no problem at all. great Actually, one shout out to Francie Collins and Stoss Collins tonight it's their 25th wedding anniversary they're in the crown they're having a big night they missed train tonight but all the best to Stoss and Francie yeah very enjoy that and I hope Francie's paying all the bills I discovered at the weekend that Francie and Stoss actually got Married out in Gaelic Park. They had yeah. their wedding reception <laughs> at Gaelic Park, yeah. Which is amazing, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So, fair play to them, yeah. So, it's great to have... Francie's a stalwart of our club. He's been involved with Gary Owen for yeah. nearly as long as he's married. And, uh, longer. Yeah, longer, actually. And he's back involved training this last couple of years. So, so it's brilliant to have himself and, and, and Ted down. So, hello and to the lads. Francie's from Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah. 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 1987. 1987. <laughs> Year I was born. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap, lads. We'll, we'll talk to everyone again soon. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>